All right. Welcome back to Talking Dodgers, your ultimate Dodgers podcast. We've got another jam-packed episode for you. We're talking about Otani's spring debut, Bobby Miller's spring debut. We're going to touch on Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, Blake Trinan, also uh, Yoshinomo Yamamoto. Uh, his first game is today. Kike is back, and Bueller throws his first live bullpen session. But before we get started, uh, if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, please click the like, subscribe, and follow buttons, and give us uh, that thumbs up whenever possible. Also, check out our uh, Patreon page at patreon.com or backslash rot your brain media. Your contributions help us continue to make content. Thanks, and let's get started. All right. Well, that was a fun debut yesterday. What did you guys think? Aaron, obviously, we're going to start with you, your boy, my boy. Well, it's kind of one of those moments for me yesterday where I remember exactly what I was doing. I was about to have lunch. I was doing like a 17-hour fast that day and hadn't eaten anything. I was starving. And I got my phone on. Otani's up. And... I think it was a 3-2 count, and I'm like, I just want him to reach base, and maybe he'll he'll even try to run the bases just to see. Boom, next pitch, oppo, oppo taco, left field. Yeah. And at first, when he hit it, I liked the sound, the crack of the bat. We all know that sound of the crack of the bat. But I thought it was just going to be like, you know, warning track, but that ball just kept going and yeah. going and going, and then it probably went close to 400 feet. Um, that's how strong that man is. Get used to that. Right, right. And what's crazy is I heard a stat yesterday. Uh, the Dodger uh, announcers, uh, not Charlie Steiner, but Rick Monday and Tim Neverett were talking about how many home runs he hit to the opposite field last year, and it was two all year. So he's mostly a pull hitter, and he'll really? hit some to, yeah, it's cause I keep out of 44. This, I keep hearing this story when he was younger, and he played, uh, when he's over in Japan, he was playing in like whatever their little league was. Yeah, There's some river that's behind right field, and he kept hitting home runs over there, and then like his coaches and his teammates were getting upset because baseballs cost a lot of money. <laughs> and so he, just, uh, yeah. he had to figure out how to be an opposite field home run hitter. So, I mean, I never looked at his stats and where he was hitting the home runs. Cause, yeah, I was yeah. surprised, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, that's I, an interesting stat. I, as soon as they asked it, because they asked, and it's like, of course, I thought in my head, I'm like, okay, let me come up with a number. I'm thinking, I don't know, 12 yeah. out of 44. Well, They're like, two. I'm like, wow, okay, it, completely surprised about that. But It's also interesting. I keep, like, there's there's some other people or other people doing podcasts or whatever and stuff like that, and they keep talking about how he hit an inside pitch and hit it to it left wasn't. field. It yeah. was not. It was outside. No, it was outside. Mid-range. It looked like it was a slap shot. There's no way he would have hit an inside pitch 95 yeah, miles per hour. I keep hour, hearing this, and I'm like, there's feet. no way. Who's doing that? Is Barry Bonds on the cream? Yeah. yeah. You can't, But you can't do that. Inside pitch, <laughs> right. you can't hit it left field. I, like, I don't care how big, how strong you are. You're not, possible. You, yeah. you're not hitting the ball the opposite physics field doesn't work inside. on that. Right, yeah. exactly. So, you might be able to hit it to the opposite field, but yeah, not that far. A blue, but not that far. It kept making me rethink like what I saw. I was like, wait, what? Was that really like that inside? And then no. um, somebody also said it was low. And I'm like, no, that was like mid-range. It was like bell high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Maybe even a little bit higher. So, yeah. but. I mean, it's, it's, I was, when, when that third at-bat came, I was just thinking I wanted him to do something. Cause I was, I was just thinking about all the haters that were going to jump on, on the, you know, just start talking smack. Cause it's first Oh, you mean like you, the KMBR Giants guys up north? I we should listen. get into that. Did you hear about that? No. Let's let me let's talk about this first. Then you can tell me all about uh, that. I will tell you guys about it. You're going to get a kick out of it. Trust okay. me. Okay. Okay. Like his first at bat, he strikes out. Right. Yep. Second at bat, he grounds into a double play. A run does come in. 
But you know, you had you had bet you had bets on first, and you're hoping, okay, he's going to get a double, a home run would be great, three mm-hmm. run shot, and then he hits into a double play, so that's not a great either. Then the uh, bat that he was in, it wasn't looking that special. I get, he gets to a full count, and yeah, like what you were talking about, you're just hoping he just hits the ball, runs the bases, gets on there, does something, right? And then he hits a ball, I'm like, oh, he flied out, it's flied out, okay, whatever, and then it just keeps going and going and going. And then it goes over, and then all of a sudden, people are talking about, oh, it's you know, it's Arizona weather. That's what kept it going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was Elevation. it was a slap shot. It was the rotation of the ball. It kept it up there. That's basically what happened. Yep. And end of story. But other than that, I mean, if you looked at the stat sheet without watching the game, the stat sheet is what you wanted to see. Home run, got two RBIs. I mean, yep. three RBIs if you want to count the. You know, they don't because it's fielder's choice. But you know, he had, he knocked in three runs. Oh yeah, because the second. Uh... Second at bat, he hit in that double play, right? Yeah, and a runner, runner third scored. came in, but yep. they get, they gave him a fielder's choice, right? Um, but that's a, that's to me that's a run batted in. Yeah. Um, all right, let's before we jump in jump into you know Bobby Miller. Uh, why don't you tell me what the what are what oh, the Giants dude. are talking? <laughs> this is so hilarious. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to go and follow them now because something tells me it's gonna be a trend throughout <laughs> yes. the season. Because obviously Dodgers Giants, we are number one rivals. A true there. rivalry. True yeah. rival. Not the Padres. No, no, the Padres are our little, little brother. brother. <laughs> exactly. Um, so apparently the KMBR guys of San Francisco, they're the radio team. I don't think it was the announcers because you know at the same time all these games start at the same time, like one o'clock Arizona time, twelve ten our time. The Giants were playing, I believe, Seattle, and. They posted a video, I believe it was either to their ex or Instagram account, <clears throat> celebrating Otani's first at bat when he struck out. <laughs> I mean, and I I, I, I I was just like, are you kidding me? But then I'm like, you know what? SF season finished. Whatever. Um, they didn't talk about his second at bat, but then his third at bat when he when he went yard, it was like they were caught. You hear them talking. You hear them talking. They're like, "Oh, I got to hope, hope it's another strikeout." You know, you hear the mutters, immutable. And then he hits the home run, and all of a sudden, it's just like you could hear a pin drop. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, I'm gonna have to troll those guys now, and I'm not normally a troll on social media, but man, that was great. That was great. You guys got to go and look at it because it's so hilarious. I'm gonna tell like. There's um I can't I think it was after the 2017 World Series. It might have been before that. It might have been like 2016, 2017, or 20, 2015. The Dodgers didn't win, obviously. And they got like they won yeah, I got um, PTSD for you just saying 2017 World right, Series. They, right. They they got like, you know, they won National League Championship and they get to hang a banner or something like that. Yeah, and right. the the paper in San Francisco, I can't remember which one, had this great illustration. It was really good. I had to give them props for it. It's basically it's Buster Posey. Um, it's a uh, bum garner and it's another player. I can't remember who it is. It's a cartoon drawing and they're both sitting there with their three, uh, oh, like Brandon World- Crawford or something. Yeah, maybe. And they got their three yeah. world series, uh, <laughs> trophies sitting right there. And they're like, oh man, congratulations to the Dodgers for being able to hang a banner while they're like holding their, it was, it's so, it was so good. Like it pissed me off, but it was also like, okay, yeah, that's really no, that, good. That, that, that's really good. good. I love, I sure. love the, here's the thing. I love when the Do- when the Giants do it. I love it when they're when they're trolling us. I love it when the Dodgers troll them. And I feel like the it's been earned on both sides to be able to do that because you know they both came from the from the East Side at the same time. Dodgers couldn't come out here without the Giants. Giants couldn't come out here without the Dodgers. They're basically they're they're going to be intertwined for as long as baseball is around. Yep. 
But when the Padres do it, it's just kind of like <laughs> it's weeks off. Who are you guys to Complete do anything off, right man. now? Right. So when you when they, what have you guys earned? Exactly. So when you yeah. put this little thing up there, which wasn't the, I I don't think it was the organization that did it. It was obviously some dude that was like running the the prompter. <laughs> Um, at, did, uh, did you ever hear the diss track that one of these guys put up there? One of these horrible, horrible rappers. Yeah, I heard it. I, it's so bad. It's so bad. I had friends messaging we me. We should about have an it. episode that ends with that song. <laughs> it's that good. Huh? It's, it's pretty bad. Oh, it, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. It's so bad. It's, it's good. like Bon Jovi. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> that sounds like a song lyric. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, anyways, I just had to touch on that because no, that was pretty good. hilarious. So. If you, go, if you want to move on to the next topic of combo, let's do it. I don't know how we could beat that, but let's go ahead. All right, let's let's jump into Bobby Miller. <laughs> yeah, please. All right, so Bobby Miller, he goes uh, two innings, gives up one run, strikes out one. <clears throat> um, you know, it, watching it, it looked like he was rusty. Um, his stuff was still there. I think, I think he started the game with like, it was like four balls in a row or three balls in a row or something like that. And then all of a sudden he throws. He threw like six or seven six strikes. Six or seven in strikes in a row after yeah. that. And then it's like, all right, he's locked in. Yep. Um, looked good with the next batter. And then he gives up, you know, a couple hits and stuff like that. But other than that, for his first game coming in, I know we wanted, we want to see all of our pitchers' lights out when they come in, especially Strike all of our guys. Everybody out, yeah. 99 miles an hour. Yeah. But it's one of those but, things yeah. we don't know exactly what they're working on. They Still could be early. developing a new pitch. Right. Um, trying to figure out like a, uh, different um, sequences for different types of hitters, That's left right. side, right side. So we don't really know. All we know is he gave up one run in two innings, which to be honest with you, if he, if he went six innings every single game and gave up a run every other inning, he, that means he'd give up three runs every six innings. Okay. That's what you want from a starting pitcher these days. So he's on par, I think. Um, I, I mean, he looks good. I mean, what, did you, what were your thoughts? From what I saw... Um... He looked pretty fluid. His mechanics, he he was repeating pretty much every time. His yeah. arm angle was there. Um, you know, he definitely had the movement and velocity. He had a great curveball that he threw to I forget the, the hitter's name on the White Sox, but that curve reminded me of a Kershaw curveball, just coming out of a right hand instead of a left. Well, they do say that he basically follows Kershaw around. He does. <clears throat> like yep. whenever uh, Kershaw was throwing a bullpen session, he would be <clears throat> right there kind of peeking over watching him. Oh, yeah. Always trying to pick his brain. So, I mean, I love that. I love the fact that Same. he realizes that he's in the presence of a future Hall of Famer and you want to, you know, that he's trying to go to him and get as much information as possible. Oh, it's yeah. just going to make him a better pitcher, better competitor. Um, he's already got the, the fire for sure. I remember last year, yeah. he, he, especially the first few games he, he pitched, he yeah. was just on fire. And, and, and I like that. And to me, and I hate to say it, and maybe it's a little too early, but I'm going to say it anyway. I think he's Walker Buehler 2.0. That's kind of what I think. I mean, here. he came let's in highly he, touted. So yeah, I mean, let's see what, it, what happens in October. And obviously this past year, he only had that one game against Arizona. I think it was what he got pulled after like three innings or something. Yeah, he had a couple of games. So, I think they were pra- they were bad. Um, yeah, he had a couple of bad starts throughout the season, but for the most part, he was pretty consistent. So there if was, he can avoid that sophomore, you know, sophomore slump, yeah. that would be great because that's just another another arm to 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 lead us to the promised land, like we hope. And um, there was some crazy stat that um, yeah. Rick Monday threw out. Um, I can't. I think it was yesterday. Um, which was, it was something with like he he, he was in the presence of like his first four games last year. 
His ERA was like something really ridiculously low. It was like zero point zero. Yeah, he barely gave up any runs. It was zero point seven eight after his uh, first four starts. First four starts, and that put him in like the same gangster. category with like some elite pitchers. Yeah, in the three world. and zero, zero point seven eight. Yeah, like there's only good. there was only two other pitchers yeah. that were in the same had the same start as he did. Right. Which is you know it's you know it's very promising to see what that kid can do. Um, God. I think he's definitely out of all the the, the the younger pitchers, the second year guys. He's he's the one that has the highest ceiling. N- to piggyback on that, um, it's not like he was pitching against like scrubs. We're talking about Atlanta, really good offense. Oh, right. Washington wasn't great, but then I followed that up with the Yankees and Philly. We took so three out of those four teams. They were pretty good lineups. You know. When we beat you guys in the World Series this year, I want that same energy. I would love it. Not <laughs> not that you beat us, but the, I would love to see a Dodgers. Now Yankees. that's a bold prediction. Have you seen Juan Soto so far? I I'm have not. He's I have not killing been. it. That mm. lineup is going to be. Or, uh, you know, uh, uh, this isn't a Yankee talk, but uh, but like I we're said, it's pretty it's, good. It's good pretty, for baseball. Pretty good. It's good for baseball if the Yankees are good. So <laughs> let's see. I know we play you guys. We go to New York this year. Yeah, I think it's in June. Max, you should go there. I I actually you're gonna go back home. I actually, will be in New York in June, so I'll oh, check to see if the dates to match stuff. up. Mm-hmm. That would be great. Content, get a lot of content, yeah. buddy. All right, let's jump on topic number two. Uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about the other pitchers that showed up. So uh, Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, and um, Blake Trinan, they all three of them there was their debuts, right? They did. The Blake Tri- or no, I'm well, sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, no, I'm, let me rephrase debut. that. Blake Trinan's yeah. debut, but yeah. Gavin Stone and Michael Grove, it's their second game. So, right. Yeah. right. Um, so let's look at the stats real fast. Yep. Um, so Grove, not great, and it kind of like I I know we touched on him a little bit on one of the other episodes about like what I've I mean at least what I've seen in him I see a guy like who has great stuff who can strike out a ton of people but somehow always makes like one or two mistakes with his command he, yeah man he gave up that three run shot yesterday to uh, the former Cardinal Paul DeYoung yeah um apparently he's on the White Sox now I didn't even know that but um I mean he he took him deep. That was a great shot, and that ball was so belt high, just the meatiest part of the zone that a right-handed hitter would love to hit. So, yeah, um, yeah it wasn't uh, wasn't great there, but he had moments though where it's like, man, he's he's he. Can, I I really I really think like if he can figure out his command, which I'm sure you could say this about like a like a ton of pitchers, of course. But if he could figure it out, I really think he could be a really good top starting pitcher. Um, but they did say um, on the announcement that Roberts came out and said that they want um, uh, um, sorry uh, was it Gavin so they said that about no they, they did say it about Michael Grove they want him to get used to coming out of the bullpen and that's why they took out he came in I think um, who did he come in after he came I think in, he came in after Gavin Stone no no Stone came in uh, he came in after Peterson yeah Peterson came in okay and then he pitched uh uh two-thirds of an inning and then Grove came in and finished off that inning yeah oh um, I see okay. yeah and then uh then the next inning is when obviously he got into a lot of trouble and gave up three runs and stuff but I think that kind of lets you know what they're thinking about him they did say that they're still trying to stretch him out make him a starter so that we can give length but they wanted to be used to come out of the bullpen because I don't I mean I, there's no spot for him to be in the fifth role um, no, no if, he'd be like an eighth starter, probably eighth starter. Yeah, but yeah. I really think if they keep working with him and he figures some stuff out, like he's gonna be in a conversation next year if he's still with the organization. If they don't use him as a trading piece for something else later on down the road, 
But if he's around next year, I think he can be battling for a spot if he can figure some stuff out. I mean, what that spot's going to be if you... I mean, with Bueller, might not be a Dodger next year. This is his last year on the contract. But then you have uh, um, Otani is going to be pitching. Then you got Yamamoto. Then you've got... And possibly uh, Sasaki from Japan, too. They're, they're, you know, the, he's, the, he's the Yamamoto of this season for Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're looking at him, too. And he's... He's up there with Yamamoto, so that that we may not even need Grove anymore. You're right; they might use him as a, as a piece in the you know trade deadline. Yeah, but right. it's smart. Well, I mean, Aaron. at his age, um, and if when you hear pitches, he's 27 right now, yeah, and a starter that has you know good stuff but lacks control. They, if you can't fit, they end up being a bullpen guy. Yeah, so might as well. Prepare for that in case you don't trade them. Prepare for it. And unfortunately, a lot of these guys, they're they're so used to being starters. So when they have to come out of the bullpen, something messes with them mentally. Yeah. That's what spring training's for. Right? So they got to figure it out. And they will. All right. Let's talk about Gavin Stone. Uh, While, um, Aaron, you try to fix your camera. You didn't put on Do Not Disturb. So we're going to, you mess with that for a second. We're going to talk about it. Oh, did I forget that? Uh, probably. <laughs> All right. So Gavin Stone. Actually, let's talk about Blake Trinan really fast. So Blake Trinan came in. He pitched one inning. He gave up one hit. Struck out one. Um, he looked at sometimes a little uh, rusty, but his command I felt was was there. Like he looked good. He had some uh, that slider that he was throwing. Um, that bite. That had a lot of bite, a lot of depth to it, which was great. Yep. And I know we've talked about him a little bit. Like if he can be an actual piece in the bullpen because they had him they didn't have him last year um and they could have used him because they were talking like at one point like he was the closer it was really supposed to be he was going to be the closer for the Dodgers absolutely um having him back as in the arsenal and then you put him with everybody else that's 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 solidified in that bullpen right now that's locked in oh man that's huge it'd be dangerous i was i was really excited to see i didn't even realize he We'd was he was going to pitch in the league yeah, I didn't realize he was even pitching, so I thought that was. I heard rumors that he was he was going to pitch and throw an inning, and he looked really good. Let me uh, see what's going on here. You yeah, had having it. having a guy that it. can come in on extremely high, you know, leverage situations. Yeah, it's huge for a manager, uh, you know, because sometimes the threat doesn't come in the ninth inning. It really it comes in the seventh or the eighth. Yep. And you know, you, you got the heart of the lineup and guys on base, and you're like, damn. You don't want to bring in the closer for you know to do more than a three out save, but when yeah. you got have a guy like this, makes a huge difference. I mean, you know, it does. Uh, yeah. Yankee spin here. The Yankees of the '90s, they you know before Mo was a closer, he was their eighth inning guy, and Wetland was closing, right? I remember that. And then oh, and yep. then they kept that model where you know they always had a dominant guy coming in for the eighth or seventh inning on high leverage, and then you have your closer finish it up because it's just shortening the game. That's that's what you want to do. You want to you want to get to the point where you know by the seventh inning, if you have the lead, the game's over because you're going to bring in you know a powerful lefty, uh, a, a strong uh, eighth inning guy, and then your closer, and game's over. You know, so yeah, having exactly. you know that those three combinations in your bullpen makes games easy for you to win. Yeah, so it's a it's a recipe for success. It is in a modern. Yeah, it looks like you know, I'm baseball back. now. Sorry guys, right, took it's a little right. break. We still heard you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We'll, right. we'll figure that stuff out later. Boom, back in. We're a, we're a young podcast. There's going to be some technical difficulties be a going little in bit there. Here and there but, but you'll get if you stick with us, you'll be able to see us develop and grow. It'll that's hopefully it. be something that's that you'll the be whole proud point, guys. to listen and watch. 
All right. That's it. Um, so let's say, let's go to Gavin Stone really quick. Gavin Stone also didn't have a great outing. Um, he pitched uh, one and two thirds. He gave up a hit, gave up a run, gave up an earned run, walked one, struck out two. Was that hit a homer? Actually, I, I missed his uh, I missed his pitch. I, I missed his his uh, his inning he pitched too. I don't I'm think it was that. a homer. I think the only homer yeah, we was, gave up yesterday was against was off Grove. Yeah, it was yeah. off Grove, right? That three run. Yeah. So basically, the right. person, that he, the person that he walked, mm-hmm. the person that he walked came in on a hit, basically. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, it's it's still the early moments here of spring training, so nothing to really yeah like get concerned with because uh, we can't expect these guys to just you know one two three every time they're up there. But exactly. Uh, there's obviously players on these other teams, these triple A guys, double A guys that are trying to make the team. They're trying to make an impression. Right. They want to get paid. I, so, I have his stuff. It's not like he got rocked here. I mean, yeah. What are his stats, Max? Like so, the first the first guy got a, a it reached on an infield single to shortstop. Right. That's not okay. a really crazy. He walked the next guy. Right. Okay. Then you had a, a sacrifice fly, and uh, Phillips scored. How did I miss that? So it's not like he was knocked around too much. You know, it's an added thing. You get guys on base, you have a couple of people on base, a fly ball will get you a score. Exactly. And, you know, again, nowadays, especially fly balls, that's a thing with the launch angle that a lot of these guys are taught that, and that's their mindset going into those at-bats. So, um, yeah, no, it's good he didn't get rocked. I'm just kind of hoping that I think he – Besides Bobby Miller, out of these younger... Oh, he had a wild pitch. Sorry about that. But he had a wild pitch, yeah, right? That's how the guy got to third. Out of these younger pitchers, I think he is our, our second best option. Maybe him and Sheehan. Uh, am I saying that right? Emmett yeah. Sheehan. Well, I was about to ask you what you think the the depth chart... I guess the hype train is for the four we're talking... We, the four we've been talking about for that fifth role, which would be Emmett Sheehan, yeah. uh, Gavin Stone, Michael Grove, and then um, Knack. Um, yeah, Landon Knack. Landon Knack. That guy's pretty nasty. And out of all of them right now, I think, I mean, he's only, uh, Landon Knack's only pitched once so far, right? Correct. Uh, Max, Maybe he'll correct? go today. Is he going today? Maybe. Um, and then I think he's had the best performance. But Emmett Sheehan, he hasn't pitched yet either. Or he hasn't pitched? Has he pitched I have game not. Yet? No, he hasn't pitched seen anything yet. I'm thinking in the next day or two. I still think Emmett Sheehan's the front runner to be the fifth starter just because of the experience that he had last year. That's a good point. Um, he had the most experience, and the like, because um, Pepio, I think he would have been the fifth. And oh, I'm st- definitely. And I'm still bummed out we got rid of Pepio because I th- I really think his ceiling was pretty high too. Um, but I think that puts uh, Emma Sheehan front runner for the fifth spot. And then if you were talking about who's on the hype train after that, I think Stone was second. But the way that Knack performed his la- uh, that game that he started, that's going to put him I think neck and neck with Stone. I think the next couple of games is going to determine who becomes that second person because that means if one of these guys, these starters get hurt, which they will, we <laughs> we don't have we don't have the rotation that's not going to get hurt. Like, right. Well, nobody does. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody does. Yeah. Um, I think we might be more injury prone uh, than others, um, but w- that means that the next in line is going to be either, to my in my opinion, Knack or Stone. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I like the Sheehan take because he did have the experience last year. Um, flirted with a no hitter too. He did. Was His start wasn't that bad either. Season finished. We talk about Bobby Miller's for, uh, for, uh, first four games. Uh, Max, what was Sheehan's for, uh, first? I can't even say it. 
first or his first four games <laughs> because one of those games, I think it was the first game he flirted he flirted with a no hitter. Yeah, going no, into did. the I, sixth or seventh. I think in the sixth. Yeah. 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 Put, give me a moment for pull. She and she and I like his I like his mechanics and as a I I love the pitching mechanics aspect of baseball and that's probably one of my favorites besides the the mechanics of hitting of course. Yeah. He was pretty consistent. It looked like his release point. He's also like a smaller pitcher, but yeah, I, he's I, not hear, a big I hear that his fastball is like ranked up there with a lot of them. And he, he yeah. touches high 90s. He does. He might actually hit 100. I'm not too sure. I know Bobby Miller hits 100, but I think he's got more movement <sighs> on his fastball than Bobby Miller does. I've, I've heard, I've heard right. him talk about that on the, on the broadcast. And that's Absolutely. more important, movement on a fastball, more important than speed. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if you're throwing 95 with movement, I'll take that. Why don't we, it's kind of like we've talked about Gratterall before. Why, yeah, I was about to say, why don't we talk about Gratterall? <laughs> but no movement. Exactly. So A big league guy will eventually time it. Yep. Yep, exactly. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Hopefully, you know, I'm going to be in Arizona here in two days, guys, for uh, the game against Cleveland. So, hopefully, Sheehan will be pitching at some oh, point here in the next day or two. Yeah. Um, very much excited to, to head to the CBR for that. Do we do this? Is there a thing that they say who's slated to pitch in a game? I obviously know that they, 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 they talk about who's supposed to start, but do they talk about no, the pitchers they're gonna they're they're planning on putting in the game? No, they usually tell you. Um, sometimes they'll they'll say they would like to, but you, you know you, you don't want to give the other managers you know it's heads spring up. training. Who I cares? know, but still yeah. you gotta simulate it as you if still it was gotta, a yeah real have thing. a little bit of mystery. Yeah, so they'll at least tell you the starter and. You know, they'll say we like you said we like to get this so on and so forth the next two games sometime, but they yep. won't be too specific. Exactly, and they'll switch it up because they're not going to be like, okay, well then Sheehan's going to start, and then third inning will be who knows, you know what I mean? So Sheehan's got to start one of these games. I hope so. I mean, I hope it's tomorrow's game. Do they say who's starting tomorrow's game? I haven't heard anything. All see. I know is about today. Well, Yoshinobu. Yeah. While Max is looking up like the stats for Sheehan, let me see if I can technical find out. Difficulties here. Is, did the internet go down? It's, it, it, it went down for a little bit and then popped back up just now. Let's uh-huh. hope not, because we're... we're <laughs> yeah, you're recording, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, that wouldn't, that wouldn't affect the... Okay. It doesn't matter. Uh, let's see. So, is the 28th. Yeah, you know... It, this is ex- I love this, like looking up like spring training. I mean, obviously you want the season to start, but I love spring training, like the possibilities of who's going to be starting, who's going to be playing, who's going to make the team, who's not going to make the team. Right. Like, and guys you've never heard of before, they just come out of nowhere and they all of a sudden they're like, yeah, six for 10 with two home runs and six RBIs. And they're like, oh, then he's all the talk for a week or two. Yep. But then sometimes you never hear about him again. Like your like your tattoo yeah, boy. Like there, there's a lot of talk about him right now. Oh yeah, I'm a tattoo boy. Yeah, Chris Owings, right? Chris Owings, right? Yeah. Uh, as of right now, the Dodgers have not announced who's uh, pitching tomorrow. Who do we play tomorrow? Playing Cincinnati. They're playing uh, Ashcraft. Oshcroft. 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 Okay. Uh, he's a starting pitcher going for Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, but they have so not talked. A little about gamesmanship that. there on the behalf of the front office and Dave Roberts. All right, so while Max is still looking for that stat, let's move on to our next topic. Let's do it. Uh, next topic is uh, Yamamoto's first game is today. Let's go. So he should be playing in Woo. the next hour. So yes. by the time hopefully this airs, but the, you guys, the, either the game has already ended or the game, you're in the middle of it and you're not listening to this at all. So, you know, this is... But they will be listening. 
I would say this is not as equally as hyped as Otani's start yesterday, but it's pretty darn close considering that <clears throat> this pitcher is never pitched in the major league level yeah. in the United States, and he's guaranteed the most money out of any starting pitcher. And he's also like one of the youngest uh, yeah. starting pitchers to have a contract that's even close to anything like this. Because most of the time, yep. when you come up at, like, at this age in United States, they're in arbitration for quite a while. They are. Until yeah. they get an opportunity to get a contract like this. And by the time they do, they're like, what, 27, 28? And so you're not going to, like, that's basically, if they get a long-term deal, that's really going to be, like, probably their, you know, their only long-term deal with this many years. This yeah. guy's 24 years old. At the end of this 24-year uh, run or at the end of this contract, he can go get another one. Yeah. That's what they're talking about, too. And, and speaking of contract, I don't know if you guys were aware of this. I heard this probably a week or two ago. I don't know how true it is, but apparently the Phillies were in the mix for Yamamoto. I heard that. And they offered him the same years and same money. No, they offered no, him they more money. They offered him more. Did they, they offer him more? Him more? Yeah, they offered him more. So what does that tell you about our organization here? That he wanted to come play with Otani, I'm sure. That had a lot to do with it. And there's the Dodgers. I think itself. the organization itself, the location, going all the way back to location, like Nomo and like our weather, I, the weather. Yeah, I mean it's like seventy something degrees here right now. Yeah, end of February, so I'm sure that helps. Right, like you said, Robbie Nomo, absolutely. Yeah, you know, uh, Kenta Maeda, just in the last five or six years. Yeah, there's just more history. I think history. with the Dodgers, um, proximity least, also. Yeah. You know, yep. So there, there, there's a lot of factors, and oh yeah, Philly is Philly. In Philly's Philly. I'll just I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I would love to go see a game in Philly. Oh no, they got a beautiful ballpark, great ballpark. Is I've, it called I've, Citizens I've, Bank? Yeah, I've been I've been in there. I'd love the to clubhouse. go to that park. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah, I'm it's, not gonna lie. Their fan base are pretty insufferable. Yeah, let's face two, it. Two 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 ballparks that I I I I'm ashamed to say are nice. City Field where the Mets beautiful park. Sure. And, and Philly, they have right. a really nice one. Yeah. Don't worry. We won't talk Fenway's about Fenway's still a dump. Fenway so, Park. Yeah, it's still a dump. Yeah. All right. Let's do a prediction really quick. On oh, I like yeah. predictions. Let's see. Let's see. Because let's see. For uh, obviously anybody who listens to this podcast, listens, watches this, the, the game is already passed. So they're going to be able to tell if we were right or wrong. So I'm I'm predicting Yamamoto's going to go two innings. Um, I think he's going to strike out four. Oh. And two innings, strike out four. Okay. I don't. And I also think he's not even going to give up a run. Okay, I hope you're I right. I think he's going to come in blazing. There's a, and this is my hopes on the Dodgers organization that they see something over there that's going to be transition into the United States extremely well. Um to give him that kind of money, um they got to see something there. And he's got to be like some kind of a, you know, big game pitcher, he's got some great stuff, doesn't fold under pressure. I think he's been waiting for this moment and he's going to come in there and deliver. And I don't think there's going to be any hiccups. I think his command's going to be precise. Just because of, and I know like a lot of times, you know, your teammates talk big about you when they see your performances in a spring training or a bullpen session or whatever the case is down the road. But the stuff that Freddie Freeman came out and said about Yamamoto's stuff when he faced him, I mean, that's, if he's, I don't think Freddie Freeman's well, going to lie. Freeman. I think Freddie Freeman's yeah. going to come out and go, ah, you know, kid's got promise or he's going to come in and go, he, you know, he's going to be lights out. And I feel like that's what he came out and said. He's going to be lights out. So yeah. I'm predicting... Four strikeouts, two innings pitched, no runs. I like it. I like it. So I'm kind of similar there to you. I, I think he's he'll go two innings, 
maybe he gives up a a blue pit or a little infield hit or something, but he gets out of it, he induces a double play, and then the next inning that'll that'll be in the first inning. Second we're inning, play, we're doing play by play. Yeah, innings. he's doing the full. I mean, he's going to strike out the side. <laughs> well, <laughs> a little bit of play by play. That is kind of in my heart. I, well, I'd like fine. to I'd like fine. to do play by play at some point in my life. So that's fine. Um. I think I have the voice for it from what I was told, so whatever. But, yeah, he strikes out the side, second inning. Boom, that's it. He's done for the day. Leave on a on a high note. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we should have called you last night for that voiceover thing we did. <laughs> kind of forgot about that. You know yeah, that I want to do voiceover, Robbie. No, Max, he Max would have been better as a stone. We'll show you afterwards. Max I want to listen to it, yeah. yeah um, absolutely. All right, Max, what's your prediction? Um, I think he's only going to do one inning, you know, Ooh. first start. Mm. Uh, give the guy some time to to build up, you know. Uh, stat know. guy, really yeah. quick. Which one of these starters, mm-hmm. who's supposed to be a starter that started the games in spring training, has only gone one inning? Well, he's coming different. He's throwing a lot of. You guys got to remember, guys coming from Japan, they throw a lot. They throw a lot of innings already. So we're talking two innings, man. And they usually have a lot of pitches. Two innings. Too. Yeah, that's the that's even more than five innings. to six they throw pitches. A lot of pitches. Yep. So they got to stretch you know. him out pretty quick, though, because he's starting. I think the first game of the season. Oh, you think he's going to start first? They, Either him or Glass now. Either him or Glass. I, I mean, I hope it's him. I, I'm not, not nothing against Glass now. I'm just saying. I mean, I feel like for the money that they're paying him, he he's should the be number our one number pitcher one right now. He's the oh, number okay. one pitcher. So I think he should. You know. He and after today, game. we'll we'll have right, a, then two a, innings, a two review. strikeouts. That's it. Two strikeouts. Okay. That's it. Any Simple. runs? I like it. Who are they playing today? Texas. Oh, Defending Sam, oh, Corey Seager. If they, if they, if they have their back good lineup, crap. You know. Right? I don't know. We don't know what their lineup. Yeah, which do. lineup yeah, they got do. going? Um, Let's Robbie's pulling it, it up. I'm, I'm gonna pull hey. it up right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like it. Let's see you get there first. Hey, if Seager's in the lineup, because uh, you, you got, if you got, if they got, if they got a halfway respectable, here's their lineup. Let's see. Respectable lineup. They have. Oh yeah, they're going. They're going. Simeon Carter. Simeon Carter. Yeah, they they got Seager's not playing today, but they got a respectable lineup going in. Um, I'm gonna say he's gonna give up a couple of hits, no runs. I'll say two hits, two strikeouts, no runs. But no Corey Seager. And he's gonna walk one. Well, Seager is their best hitter though, (laughs) by far. Oh yeah, yeah. So Simeon's pretty good too. Simeon, yeah, Simeon kind of turned it on towards the end. He is good. He's batting he four hundred in spring training right now. So. Is he oh, really? Please. Yeah. Wow. Please. Muncy's batting five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Outman's batting five hundred. Yeah. So. Skinny Muncy. So look at the line. So the Dodgers have none of their top three guys are playing, um, which is Betts, Freeman, and uh, and Otani. They're not in the lineup is, at all today. Lux is playing. Is batting second. Lux is batting second, which mm-hmm. I do, which I do not like because if the, if the plan is for him to be the back end of the lineup to turn it over to bets. I kind of feel like he should just be batting there. But at the same time, you want to get him, you want to get him as many at bats yeah, as possible. There's still time. So it to makes sense to come out. up there. Yep. So you got Chris Taylor leading off, which is I mean, I don't should have had Lux, whatever I'm talking about. I don't even know. He's led off before. I remember him. He even has. regular seasons before. Lux, yeah. Muncie. Oh man. We don't even have Will Smith there. We don't have our top four guys in there. We got Barnes. They'll Barnes, right. what uh, is happening here? I can't understand this. Why Barnes is Barnes batting fourth? Barnes is in the lineup again. Fourth batting fourth is right, Dave, Dave Roberts. Roberts. Is like just he's daring he people to fire him wine? during spring training. Is he, he's is just he drinking him. too much wine the night before? We know he loves yeah, his wine. The games don't matter. But That's still, true. man, Barnes. Yeah, Barnes fourth. I mean, even I mean, if I'd he's put, be in the I'd lineup. put Vargas there, but instead of him, I would have put Outman there I'd instead put of him. Hayward there. No, Hayward's not playing. I'm talking about oh, the people that are in the lineup. lineup so too. here's the lineup. You got, okay. you got Chris Taylor, Lux, Muncie, Barnes, Outman, Vargas, 
Padlow, Evans, and Page. And so forget the bottom three. Pahes. That's how you Pahes. pronounce his how you say name. Pahes. Pahes. So, so forget yes. the bottom three. Um, be all right. Vargas is in there. I'm pretty happy about that actually because we still we like. I think we all can agree we like him. We want to see him make the. We like him, but he's not performing the active roster. So let's see what he does today. Maybe he gets a hit or two and does some dazzling play. And is he playing left? I'm he's, playing he's playing field. left field. Okay. Yeah. Great. I mean, if you'd have okay. bat him fourth, though, it shows the confidence in him. I think we've already given Barnes enough confidence boost. I mean, there's a love affair, apparently, with Austin Barnes that we just don't understand. So really fast, the love affair. So I heard this again on a podcast, which is, and you've said it a bunch of times, and we've all said it a bunch of times, yeah. that the only reason why Barnes has a place with the Dodgers is because of Clayton Kershaw. Now, I think we can throw that out the window, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to name one player. Do you remember who the catcher he loved more? A.J. Ellis. A.J. Ellis. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the love affair between Kershaw and A.J. Ellis was way deeper because A.J. Ellis was like his best friend. Right. And they traded him away. I know. And A.J. Ellis hit the ball a lot better than Barnes does right now. He's definitely a better hitting catcher. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> the fact they're holding on to Barnes just because of Kershaw, I think we could throw that out the window because I don't think that's the case. All right? So if, obviously if, if, he if, provides if that's the case, they would have never gotten away with A.J. I think it's... The leadership behind they, – they talk about him all the time. They call him the captain of the team. Right. So there's – I think – look, make this his last year. Give him a coach's jersey. And sure. whatever the case is. <laughs> keep him in the and organization. keep him in the organization. Yeah, do it. Treat him like I'm Ethier. okay with that. Treat him like Kemp. Treat yep. him like these guys who like can give you experience Steve Garvey's still in the organization. He right. just goes around and shakes but people's him, hands. But make him an assistant coach. If you want him in the in – the, if you want him in the dugout with you, if you want him in the locker room with you, then just yeah. make him it, it, some kind of a, give him a role as a coach. Forget putting him in games because yeah. he brings nothing to the table. Because he's an 0 for 4 for every time he's starting in the and lineup. he's not going to throw anybody out with his new arm. I, nope. We just jumped on Barnes. I'm terribly sorry. It, I'm going to call okay, it. It's but okay. They, We're they, not the only Dodger podcasters that jump on Barnes. They, they might be still using that as a plan and just throwing him a bone right now. Let him get a couple of you know opportunities before it's all and, over. And they want to see what he's going to do because we do have that other guy. Uh, well, there's Diego Cartaya and there is – help me out here. What is his name, Robbie? The other catcher. Is uh, it Rushing? Dalton Rushing? Dalton – so is is he our, our, our other catcher? <laughs> I cannot remember his name for some reason, so I apologize to yeah, everybody listening. But no, we do Max, have another go guy. Find the stat yeah, the on I, got, I got that one. Okay. <laughs> so there's a there's a Fiducci, who's that? Yes. Hunter Fiducci. Hunter Fiducia. 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 Yeah. Yes. So he, he, I think it's Fiducci. He could be no, it's Fiducia, actually. He can actually CCI. be the guy to replace Barnes. Because I no. they're giving him a look too. So I could replace Barnes. Your your kid could probably replace Barnes. So no, yeah. not my kid. Okay, but I could replace Barnes. Okay, I think I would be a better catcher than Barnes. <laughs> Sorry, Austin. I've and we're, we're we're not trying to. You know, spring training is a lot of times yeah. where they do weird things and things to throw people bones. That's you know, didn't Garth, Garth uh, Brooks play second base for somebody in Houston <laughs> way back? So this is when you do stuff like that. Yeah, there's there's time to I guess I quote unquote experiment. Yeah, actually, uh, quick Yankee thing. Joe Girardi, right? His um, his last spring training, um, he, you know, they threw him a bone, let him play like pretty much a whole, almost a whole game, and then the next day he's in the booth. You know, it was you know calling. Oh, the I didn't game. know that. So okay. They, sometimes they just throw the guys a bone. You know, this is they know this is the end for them, so let them get a couple of at bats. Well, to, hopefully you're in, right there, Max, to, because as burn as. We're not going to say anti Barnes because he's a Dodger. Oh, you guys are anti Barnes. We're, we're we're anti him being in the lineup. <laughs> like you said, keep him in the organization. Maybe how he can mentor 
Diego Cartaya, Hunter Fiducia. Bullpen he does catcher. have knowledge how to deal with, yeah, bullpen, bullpen catcher. <laughs> he could be a coach. So anyways. Anyway, yeah. those stats you wanted, his first three starts, he was 2-0, 2.65 ERA. That first game oh. that you were talking right. about where he really um, f- flirted with uh, no hit. He, I mean, it was six innings, no hits, two base on balls, three walks. I mean, three strikeouts. So wow. that was a pretty good intro start. That's second, pretty good. And that was against San Francisco. And then against Houston, um, he gave up two runs. I remember that Two game. home runs. Um, struck out four, walked two in six innings. And then in the third game against Colorado, you know, uh, seven hits, three earned, five Ks. That was probably a game in Colorado, it sounds like. It was in Colorado. Yeah. Okay. Nailed it. They won 14-3, to three, so. No harm. Well, that's definitely a course field game then. (laughs) Okay. So, like you said, another promising start for a young pitcher. Yeah. We have a lot of those. Thank God. All right. Let's get away from pitchers. Actually, let's talk about one more pitcher. Let's leapfrog Kike. Let's go to Bueller. Let's do it. Uh, This is the last pitcher we're going to talk about. Yeah. Walker Bueller finally uh, throws his first live BP session. Yes. So, we were talking about how... It came out a couple days ago that he didn't finish, um, obviously, his um, rehab. Um, we we were under the impression that something bad must have happened because they were trying to rush him to get him in uh, to be ready for the playoffs last season. Right. And then you figure if he was that close back then, going from September all the way to now February, you'd think he'd be right on schedule to be starting the season. Um, but that's not what actually happened. So... I, this is good news. I mean, he he pitched a lot. He he pitched a live VP, so he might not be as far back as we were kind of talking, um, but yeah, he's still not there. Um, did you hear any impressions? I think Aaron, you said you heard something. I'm gonna click on you know, this link while you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, no, go for it. Uh, I did. So last night I heard a little bit of news about his BP session. Um, not like specific details on his velocity, movement, or anything, but. The takeaway that I got out of it was he actually did pretty good and he threw strikes. Um, there were no, there wasn't a lot of hard contact. So, did they say who he faced? I'm looking for that. I, you know what? what, I, what I, I don't. I don't think the 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 information I got. I mean, Barnes would have been the perfect guy for well, yeah. to pitch against. <laughs> right. <laughs> really boost that confidence. Well, the, the most important thing is going to be how, how does or he feel today? Or destroy it if he, or destroy yeah. if Barnes hits it out. But every once in a while, Barnes <laughs> can just get a hold of one and hit one 390 feet. So he does that like three times a year. But. He's got a good like home run swag. It's too bad we only get to see it every other year. Yeah. <laughs> every three months. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So Bueller, I, uh, look. Here's, there's a lot of talk, a lot of speculation. Of course, we're all content creators, so we got to talk about it too. But um, I don't like giving predictions on guys who who are proven and then they're hurt because we don't know where they're at. So I think just give him as much time as needed. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I don't think we need to have him for the whole season like we've discussed in other shows. Yeah. Um, as long as he's somewhere near velocity what he was – and his secondary pitches are a thing, and that's what I was hearing too, apparently, from what Dave Roberts said the other day. And then the, the day after that, and maybe a little gamesmanship on his part, he was kind of praising him. So we're not really sure what to believe. Um, I want to believe, of course, the good stuff. I don't want to believe Walker Buehler isn't ready and is he's just not finding it. Maybe it's a release point thing. Maybe it's just he's just not 
there yet. His arm isn't there yet. Um, but I'm hoping here by the start of the season, which is three weeks from today, uh, that we get some news on him and what their plans are for him. Because I honestly, I'm, I'm kind of burned out on hearing the Walker Bueller. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. When none of us know, you yeah. know what I mean. I also think. I mean, right now, there, like you said, there's not a, a reason to rush him. Yeah. But I, I think also depending on how the starters do. Like who, how the fifth starter does is going to determine like how much you push him to do anything because you have your top, you have your four pitchers lined up, right? You've got Glass now, you've got Yamamoto, you've got Bobby Miller, you've got Paxton, yep. and then we're assuming it's either going to be Emmett Sheehan or it's going to be maybe Gavin Stone, Gavin Stone, or, or Anak. We just we just don't know yet. Right. But if you're not relying that much on the fifth starter. And then, we, I mean, we've also talked, well, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm going to backtrack that because I also think that they should still go a six-man rotation because they basically are building a six-man rotation with all the, the all of the uh, pitchers going down from injury-prone to pitching limitations to coming back from injury, uh, Tommy John surgery with Paxton, um, Glasnow is injury-prone, Yamamoto's coming from Japan, uh, Bobby Miller's still young. They're having him on a pitch count. Yeah, we're um, going to have two rotations like we talked about before. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so That's I mean, crazy to think about. Yeah, but. so maybe maybe the maybe the plan is that when Bueller's ready, if he's on, if he's ahead of Kershaw, which he should be, he's throwing. Kershaw's not right. So he comes back, then you implement a six man rotation. Maybe that's when they do it. I think it's inevitable that the fact that they haven't come out and said it, unless they have, and I'm not paying attention, or else they come out and said that not, there's no way they're going to do it. It is inevitable. I think they're going to go six man rotation, and I think it's going to rely, it's going to be based on Bueller when Bueller comes back. Because if Bueller comes back and you think he's part of your future also, you're going to put kid gloves on him, uh, kid gloves on yeah, him as well. I was gonna, I was yeah, gonna you're going to have to. It's right. Everybody has him on this team. Everybody does. There's not one pitcher where you're like, that's a workhorse. We don't need to worry about him. They don't have that pitcher. No. And most, let's face it, most teams don't. We're not going to have a guy that's going to throw 200 innings. Well, we had him. We, we had him. four home runs in a row. Yeah. And we got rid of him again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the one thing is yeah. he, he won't come back until he's like healthy, healthy because, yeah. you know, Which his agent won't allow it. His family won't allow it. it. You know, the organization, if they want it long term, they would frown on it as well. Correct. I don't think that anybody's going to push him to come back earlier than yeah. not because of, you know, he his next contract is the contract that's going to set his family up. That'll be his final contract, hopefully, for him, yeah, whoever so. that's with. Right. So I don't see him I mean, coming that's back. Be his first contract, subpar. yeah, it's he's been, exactly. For, I mean, all yeah, he's, he's had been, is, yeah, he's you know, arbitration the entire he's time. He's been team controlled. This is gonna be the first time where he's not for team controlled. Years. Kind no, of. I yeah. think his contract that yeah. he, the contract that he gets next year, is gonna really be based on if he comes back this season, which he's Healthy, going to, yeah. and how many innings he pitches, and if he lasts through the season. Because if he comes back and he pitches like one inning, and then, or no, I'm sorry, one month, and they shut him down, or he's not performing as Walker Bueller elite that we're used to. Right. And he's like, all of a sudden now he's, you know, third, fourth person in rotation. Cause right now, I mean, he was the ACE. He was the yeah. guy who was going to take over for Kershaw. And he did for a little bit. He was the number one guy in your rotation. And also the guy we wanted to give the ball to in the playoffs. Let's yeah. be honest. Big game pitcher in October. Big game pitcher. So if he comes yeah. back and he's not there, I don't think Walker Bueller is going to sign a four or five year contract. No. I think he's going to sign a one Year, show me year. Show me year. Prove it. And prove it prove year. It, yeah. And then to, 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 if he believes in himself, he's going to like, in thinks he can do it. He's going to do that. And then it won't be that big. So maybe that might be what the Dodgers are thinking. 
Let's not rush yeah. him at all. He's gonna. There's no way he's gonna go get a big contract from anybody else. No, no, that, unless that, it's that the would, Padres. That so be smart. They're gonna like maybe <laughs> they're thinking like that anymore. Hey, we'll give you another year. Yeah. Show me what you can do. Let's put you in and go. Yeah. But, but now you'll have all. Now you'll have 18 pitchers. So it's gonna be like. That's like do? three rotations right three there. Three rotations. Well, you got to remember too, Yamamoto coming over from Japan. He he, you know, and they always throw every six days and then pitch start every six days. So six man rotation. Um, I'm thinking the six man rotation is going to be the way to go at first. And I know there's. I looked at the schedule the other day. I believe from the end of March to the end of April, there's like four or five days off, if I if I'm not mistaken. So that'll help. Obviously, I don't understand the downside of it unless you have pitchers coming to you saying, I don't want that because I want my stats to be like ballooned at the end because yeah. I want extra strikeouts or whatever. I don't think you have a rotation with those type of players that it, really they care habit. about it. But habit, that's fine. But you can get into a better habit with a sixth man than you can with a fifth man. Yeah. So I don't understand the downside for the organization. Now I can oh, see no. like maybe players no. coming in and saying that, but if you have this pitching depth, why would you not go to six man rotation? Then there's also, if you I have mean, it, look, do I it. would love to yeah. see. I would love to make sure the games that I go to. I would love for it to be Yamamoto, um, but I would also love to see Bobby Miller. I would love to see Emmett Sheehan. I would love to see Glass. Now the, the the pitchers you're you're surrounded by really like top elite pitchers, or you have guys that you want to see what they can do because the ceiling's high. So yep. it's not like they're going to sell less tickets. The Dodgers sell out every game anyway. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Go to a six-man rotation. Every night. I would be totally fine with that. I would too. Okay. I like it. I'm going to bounce off of Bueller now. So hopefully good stuff coming from him. So last topic, because uh, we're at the 50-minute mark. Last topic wow. is Kike Hernandez. Right. So Yes, Kike is back. We have talked about him numerous times on yep. the other episodes, and we came to the conclusion that it was not going to happen because they just didn't have a place for him. Yeah. Well, the Dodgers made a place for him. Uh, they traded, uh, what's his name from right field? They Manuel, got Manuel Margot. Margot. They traded him. Yep. He's now with the Twins? Yep. Yeah, he went to the Twins um, to make room for Kike, yep. which love it because yep. Kike is a fan favorite. Kike can play. Now you basically have four players that can play shortstop now. You've got Lux, you've got um, uh, Chris Taylor, you've got now Kike, and then you also have uh, the ultimate backup, Gold Glover. Um, crap. Oh, Miguel Rojas. <laughs> Miguel Rojas. Yeah. Who is like, you know, top four, top five, you know, defensive uh, shortstops in the league, I think, still. So you've got, you've got Kike who could play outfield, he could play infield, he could basically play every position. He can also come in and pitch for you because you've done that in the past. Yes. So. Yeah, I he's think it's Mr. Great. Versatile guy. Mr. Versatile. And so yep. I, I think it's a great move. I love it. It um, is. I mean, he's, he started quite a few games last year at multiple positions. I want to say it was like out of the 40 to 50 games he, he started and played in last year, well, played in, a uh, few of them were in, in third. He definitely played short. He played second and two in the out, two or three in the outfield. Yeah. So, and, and he's been known to do that before. And, I think they love his power hitting against lefties. For whatever yeah. reason, he's always been able to crush lefties. Well, what I'm hearing is he's going to, if Altman, he's going to basically um, help Altman a lot in center field. I would think um, so. Even though Altman, I think his his splits weren't that bad, I think, against no. lefty and righty. Um, and I, I'm always, I'm never, I'm not really a huge fan of the pla- of uh, platooning people. Like I like uh, consistency. having consistency. And yeah. I think with Altman, because he's so young, you want to develop that consistency now because if he can perform against lefties, that's what you want. Yeah. But I'm hearing that they're going to, because Kike plays a really good center field. 
Um, but so does so does Chris Taylor. Um, but they're yep. going to have him basically kind of back up uh, Outman a lot in center field, and then also in right, and then Chris Taylor do right field, or maybe vice versa. That you'll have your righties that you can put in for lefties and stuff. Kike like could even play first if, if Freddie needs a day off, which we all know he doesn't doesn't ever take he'll days never, off. He'll never play first. I mean, <laughs> the only reason you go to maybe first the end base, of the season. The only reason to go to first base is the Dodgers are up nine nothing going into like the fifth. Right. Inning. Yeah, he'll come then in. It's like all right and play the Freeman, rest of the game. Get out. Yep. Yeah, yeah versatility exactly. is is huge. Yeah, and I love the fact that they brought Kike like back because I, I was kind of thinking Margot was was another Kike, but not because Margot is no. pretty much just a right fielder, maybe yeah. a center fielder. Yeah, and he's a fan favorite. Let's face it, he's going to get the club out, the clubhouse going. He's going to get the dugout going. Does his little dances. All the guys love him. He's yeah. a real Dodger, and that's like Kike. I could see him being, you know, in five years when he's retired or whatever, because I think he's yeah. thirty two. I can see him being on the staff in some sort of capacity, like Barnes, Camp Anethier, hanging out with Barnes, hanging out with Barnes, showing Barnes how to hit. <laughs> Anyways, so what I, what I hear, what I heard was, is that Kike had it down to four teams that was not the Dodgers, right? Um, and the Dodgers were trying to figure out how to get Kike, but they had Margot. They didn't have anybody that wanted Margot, but then somehow a deal came about mm-hmm. to get Margot to Minnesota, and so they called. Kike, like at the very last minute, said, "Hey, let's put this deal together." And they put the deal together pretty quick. I think it was within a day. It was really quick. It was really fast to get Kike, and I guarantee you, Kike, he was probably offered more money with some of those other teams that they, that they were talking about, um, because he's very versatile. He's known for actually having good performances in the playoffs and stuff. And so yep. I think he would have gotten more than four million a year. Uh, oh for, yeah, for, he would. He would have got. I think he would probably might maybe gotten at least a two or three year. Uh, maybe you know, two year, six or seven million dollars. Like he would be more guaranteed money. I think. Right. I think he basically threw it all out the window. Said no, I want the four million. I want to go with the Dodgers. He lo- he never wanted to leave the organization. He, never he did. loves playing in L. A. And L. A. likes having him. So it's, exactly. it's a perfect fit. It's a perfect fit. We can't wait to see what he does. Cause we know what he does, and he's going to bring that energy. It's kind of electric, especially yeah. at home at Dodger Stadium. Supposedly he's going to be in the lineup Friday night. So I'm going to be at Camelback Friday night again. Um, let's go. I'm I'm getting excited. Uh, Yamamoto is about to take the mound here in about half an hour, guys. So yeah, we should go and watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a good uh good segue out. You want to add anything, Max? Before I sign no, us off? No, we're good. All Kike right. is a smart move. All right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, listening and tuning in. Sorry about the camera technical difficulties. We're going to talk about that right after this episode. Yeah, Robbie's going to grill me after this episode. Um. Yeah. It's probably okay. not. Um, but yeah, if you listen this long, if you watch this long, then obviously you're a fan, please, you know, click subscribe, uh, follow buttons, give us a thumbs up whenever possible and check out our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com backslash Roger Brain Media. Um, if you guys can help support us, it's going to help us make better content, make more content, more free, more content, more frequently. Um, and then, you know, be a part of something special, help us grow. And then, you know, it'd be awesome. Thank you so much. You can find this podcast you wherever guys. you consume podcasts. You can find this podcast. Yes, exactly. Perfect. I love it. Thank you again. Have and, a great uh, day, guys. Dodger blue forever. Let's go. Nah, Yankees, man. <laughs> <laughs>